Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Listen in as we connect with other creative entrepreneurs and have real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Owning a creative business doesn't have to be confusing or overwhelming, and you don't have to go at it alone. It's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Modern Creative Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about how it's okay to be different. You can make your own rules. It's your own business, whether you are side hustling, whether this is your full-time career, whether you're just thinking about it, no pressure. You can make the rules. And that's what we love about having our own creative business. Before we get started on this episode, I want to read a review from Nikki Hess, who wrote us a review titled The Best Creative Biz Podcast. Nikki writes, I absolutely love this podcast. As a creative business owner, I have learned so much from these ladies. I also really appreciate how they stay on topic. And if there is a tangent, it is welcome as they rarely have them. (laughs) That's hilarious. I highly recommend this podcast if you're in the creative world, either already running your full-time business or starting your side hustle. Thank you, Nikki, so much for your review. And it's actually the perfect review to read before we get into this episode. So let's dive right in. We're going to start with a tangent. <laughs> no, like, not not really a tangent, but like, Nikki, thank you. But also, we need to step up our tangents, Diana. I think what she's saying, I think what she's saying, it's a productive and insightful tangent, maybe. Yeah. So maybe I'm like, oh, you want to hear a tangent, girl? Go listen to Esther's episode where we talked about llamas and pinatas. but that that, was a tangent but that was like a good tangent because it adds flavor to her story and it's true like it really (laughs) did happen so i was just like why are you putting dresses on llamas what is happening (laughs) creative Um, people that was a good tangent anybody (laughs) oh and there was the one with the with our hairdressers and the eggs oh there's so much (laughs) oh my god wait that gif the perfect egg drop gift Oh my god. I don't even remember why we started talking about ovaries and eggs, but it was a good one. I don't even, I don't know. I would just say, I think, I I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think 99% of our listeners are women. I mean, if you're a man, please leave us a review so we know our audience a little bit more. But from what it seems like so far, most of our audience members are women. And, you know, we can talk about body parts and it's totally fine. It's okay. That's, it's, that's an upcoming episode. Our podcast, our <laughs> rules, right? <laughs> Business and your body. No, I don't know. But anyway. Actually, that's, that's a good one. Well, I would we'll love see. to talk about that. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, you you would. Um, yeah, so we'll see if that's a future episode. But it's just Diana and I today. And I'm really excited because we love having our guests on. But we also like to mix it up and just kind of have these conversations between Diana and I. And that's kind of why we started the Modern Creative Podcast, because these are kind of like our phone calls. Minus like I try not to curse as much, but (laughs) these are like our phone calls. And so we're kind of bringing it back to the purpose of the Mm -hmm. podcast with today's episode. And it's all about being okay that your business is different. Like Diana said, it's your business, it's your rules. And what we really mean by that is that you have the power, you know, it is your business, you have the power to define your business, you get to decide what it looks like. And maybe that means that you're a side hustler, and you want to stay a side hustler. I know right now, it's kind of this season, I don't know if it's a season, but like you hear a lot of people talking about like, I want to leave my day job, I want to leave my day job. And I definitely was in that boat, you know, two, three years ago. But if you love your day job, 
but you still love your creative passion and you want to still have that be successful, however you define success, that's okay. Don't feel any shame in like loving your day job, but also loving your art. You know what I'm saying? Or Or if if you're you're just in like a life phase, like if you are a brand new mom and you're like, I want to be a badass business owner, guess what? You can do it. But right now, like you're in an amazing season of your life and you can be fully present in that too. Or if you're in debt or have to take care of someone like, or live with your parents to make it work, like no shame in whatever your life looks like. So love this episode topic. Well, it's also like we're in this bubble or I don't know, but it feels like there's a lot of emphasis on money and six figures. Yo, Mm -hmm. like I love money. Diana loves money. We we need money to survive. We need money for our businesses. We need to pay for life. But if you don't want a big old sexy six-figure business, and I'm using air quotes because it just seems like everyone's talking about it, right? Like earn six figures, earn six figures. Like if that's not your goal and your goal is to uh, meet your salary and you are less than that, if your goal is to fund the family vacation, if your goal is to get you out of $20,000 of credit card debt, you don't need six figures, that's okay too. Don't Mm -hmm. feel anything bad about that. You know, actually, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) Well, I was gonna say, like, when we say feeling bad, feeling shame, or whatever, like, when it comes to feelings, oh, I'm getting not maybe this is not woo, but when it comes to feelings, like, you assign feelings and you assign meaning to things. Mm. So, whatever we say, like, bad, shame, whatever, you might interpret that differently. I just wanted to put that out there, like, we're the ones, like, our individual selves or whatnot are the ones that put meaning to something. Whatever I think is bad, Diana might think is good. So just like, I don't know. I just wanted to say that, like, take that with a grain of salt. We might say bad, you might think it's good. And that's okay, too, because we're different. That's so true. Actually, funny story that this is a tangent. (laughs) But that's how I say if if I think something is really good, I'll say that's bad. I'm like, dang, she bad. And that's just the 90s kid in me, you know? And then I realize that people really think that I'm saying that she's bad, but I'm really saying she's good. So anyways, languages is just a funny thing. But it could, yeah, it could be slang. Mm-hmm. I was more like the woo-woo meaning, like you assign I know, I know. Things. But okay, it could also be like a 90s thing, whatever. But <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to say like, uh, you know, words, you're the one that gets to assign feeling and meaning to things. Yeah. I think this is a woo episode, just in nature, (laughs) because it's so true. I think, okay, let's talk about this, right? Because as creative business owners, or someone who is a pioneer, or likes to starting stuff, naturally, you are the type of person who is super ambitious, goal oriented, love systems, or not necessarily loves creating systems, but love, you know, creating systems that okay, so yeah, there's people like you. I say I grown to love systems, but I didn't love systems from the get go. I just knew that I liked to get stuff done. I loved crossing things off my to do list. And, you know, I measured the day of how successful it was based on how much I did for the day, right? So there's a certain type of personality and I guess work ethic that it attracts. And this is why we wanted to have this episode because we wanted to let you guys know, like, we get it. We feel Joyce and I feel the pressure. I probably give myself the most pressure out of anyone in my life. Like, truly, I'm the one who's like, man, you got to work harder. You got to put your nose to the grind and hustle. And then I remind myself, oh, but this is not what I teach to our listeners. This is not what I tell my friends. I never look at my friend and be like, you need to work harder. You're not doing, you know, enough. And then I think about myself and how I speak to myself. So anyways, we really wanted to have this episode um, kind of as like a self-reflection almost even too, because. 
I mean, I don't want to speak for you, Joyce, but I totally get it when you when you think like, oh, but my business has to look like this person's business. Oh, how old is? Oh my gosh, I do I do that a lot. I would base like, okay, how old is this person? And like, how am I like older or younger? And I have to see like where we are in that level. And it's just so silly. Like, here's what I'm gonna tell you about that because I used to do that in my twenties, and now that I'm in my thirties, weekly Sheena shout out. Let us know if you (laughs) feel this way too, because Sheena's also in her thirties. I don't care as much. Mm. So I think that when you when you turn thirty, Diana, it's like a security thing. Yeah, I think that you'll let that go. Yeah. I definitely, and there's no right or wrong. I'm yeah. just saying I did it too in my 20s. Yeah. I definitely don't have it as much anymore. And actually, it's become more of a character thing. I know this sounds so like zen and fluffy, but truly, like, I look at someone like Sheena and I'm like, man, if I could just have her kindness in when, by, when I'm her age, like, and her like willingness to like want to help people. I know that sounds so woo, but it's so true. Like, that's the feeling that I, leave with every time I hang out with Sheena, you know? So I kind of measure myself in that way too, if that makes sense with like age or... Um, I'm laughing because she's not old. And <laughs> you're like, when well, I'm that she, age, well, she's not now. She's 10 years older than me. So that is like... Uh, is that your age difference? A marker. Yeah, that's a marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, right? And and it's like shocking because I... Like now as, you know, you enter your late 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever. Yeah. Age doesn't matter. Age is really yeah. a number. But... um. You know, it's still something, I think it's like a habit in me that I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's a Korean culture. You definitely have more respect for your elders kind of a thing. And, well, obviously, I'm not a Korean Korean. I'm an American Korean. But still, like, (laughs) it's very... It's it's still a very, like, widely known thing where if an older person comes up, you leave your seat and you give it to that person. You know, whatever that looks like. So it's probably like a like a deeply ingrained thing in me that I'm trying to like break away from, but I'm just yeah. being real. Like it's still in me. So no, and, I, and, it, and it may always be you. Know, you never know, and it's like maybe you, that's what motivates you, and that's okay. So I just wanted to tell you, Diana, like maybe as you approach your 30s, as I'm on the other side of the the 30s, because um, you're in your 20s, I'm in my 30s. That's lesson for me, and that may lesson for you. But there's also nothing wrong. Again, like. If that's what keeps you motivated, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, I, I completely agree. And it's actually freeing in a sense, because I'm just like, wow, you can really live your life however you want. You can do your business in different ways. I think, I don't know. I think when you are younger, you think, because um, a lot of my girls in our team are in their young to mid, between young, mid 20s. And I can definitely relate to them when they say like, oh, but I want my life to get started. Like I already want to be this person and have this career. And, you know, they want all the things, but they're still experiencing life and getting their, they're testing the waters with getting started on their career and stuff like that. So I think it's just like a lot of pressure. Like you think a certain, um, I guess that could be like another thing, like a stronghold that you may have with what you expect to have by a certain age, you know, um, maybe by the time I'm 30, like I have my own business, and I'm making six, seven figures, whatever that looks like for you. You know, it just life looks different. And it, that's totally fine. I, I know, like, like Joyce said earlier, six figures is such a sexy and hot word right now. But maybe it's not important to you. Maybe it's just something that you enjoy doing. Like for me, when I started chasing linen, I was still in college. I wasn't thinking about money at all. Really, <laughs> I just wanted to be able to express myself creatively and do what I love because school was honestly not really my thing. Um, I also didn't have 
the finances to go to the school I wanted to go to. So I felt like just bored. And that's where Chasing Linen, you know, birthed from. And that really served me at that season of my life. Obviously, it's become a financial support for not only myself, but my team now. And my goal with it is very different. It looks different than what it looked like six years ago. But it still serves me in my life right now. And I think that's amazing. It's your business, your rules, whatever season you're in. I think you just have to like listen to that and go with it. You mentioned the word bored. And I want to touch on that because that's something I... I think is important to keep in mind, I guess, when it comes to your business. Like if you have been in business, doesn't matter, side, full time, and you're starting to feel bored, you're starting to feel unaligned, you want to try something new. Again, the whole point of this episode, your business, your rules. So do that, change that, pivot. And I know when I say pivot, Diana thinks of that friends episode with Ross and the couch and he's just yelling pivot. Um, How did you know that? You can pivot. <laughs> it's like what, you, you read my that? mind. Yes. Pivot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he he like emphasizes the the last end of the word. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> but you can totally pivot in your business. And I don't know why you saying the word bored like triggered that for me. It may mm. not be bored. It may be like you feel in an alignment or you feel called to do something else. Your business, your rules, pivot. Yeah. So that's another thing that we kind of wanted to mention. I don't know, like this is just a conversation that we have had with each other. And so we wanted to kind of have it with you. But the whole purpose is like, listen to your seasons, Mm. listen to what feels aligned, listen to what you want. You started this creative business, again, doesn't matter, side hustle or full time. You started this because you felt called to it. You felt really strongly about your craft and you wanted to start this business. So why kind of why apply the pressure on yourself to fit a mold when this is likely the one area, especially if you still have a day job, like this is the one area where you can literally do what you want. Mm -hmm. And so do that and don't try and fit in with all these other sexy words out there and whatever everyone's talking about. If it doesn't feel good to you, it does Mm -hmm. feel good to you, girl, go get that six figures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes it just, it just happens when you work hard. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like that's another thing too. Like, I, I love it. I don't get me wrong. I believe in systems. I know this is your love language, but also sometimes it's just like the everyday little things that line up and then you gain success and you're like, Oh, well, this happened. Not saying that it was like luck or anything like that, but I think also, you know, sometimes you just make it work with the way that you in your own work style, I guess, as long as you are consistent and faithful with it. And then if you want to apply the strategies later, when you have the time or the resources or whatever to do so, um, because I feel like there's just so many content out there. It's like five tips for this. And don't get me wrong, I write those blogs too. So (laughs) it's not that they're bad. Obviously, they're great. But I'm saying like, you could also find your work style intuitively within yourself with like what you know works best for you and the season that you're in and the personality that you have with your surroundings, all of that good stuff. So just wanted to like drop that. Too. I, I actually have this conversation in my free Facebook group. We'll put the link in the show notes in case you want to join. But I basically like tough love them and was like, stop using research as an excuse. So it kind of ties in with what you said, Diana, about like, there's all this content out there, right? Yeah, there's all this content out there. We, I mean, Diana and I produce content like this podcast and in our individual businesses. Yet this is, I don't know, maybe this is a tangent, but 
you have to implement what you learn um, is another way that I'm like just building upon what Diana said. So she's saying like, you have to find what works for you. And so even if you're consuming all of this content, Yes. You have to put it into action first yes. and then see if it works for you. But a lot of people, I think when they're just starting, and this is okay, like I, I did this, it took me months to open an Etsy because I was like, oh, I don't like my logo. Like I let that be an excuse, right? And so the whole point is, uh, <laughs> Diana's saying about finding your own style, you actually have to take action first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and know what? You Business can names can pivot. come later too. You don't, yeah. I mean, it's nice to have it in the beginning, but if you're like, I have an idea, I have the product, I have the blog post, the content, whatever, and your name changes later, that is totally fine. Like, because people get so triggered by that, I think. No, that's, that's totally true too. the name thing. Um, I even remember when I first started and, and having to ask like Peyton, what should I go with this name or this name? And it was just like a hobby then I didn't even think it was it was my Instagram handle, right? Pretty things. I didn't it wasn't even a business. And I was like, so what should I call it? Like in 2015. But anyway, another tangent. So the whole point of this episode, besides giving you a little preview of what it's like to be on the phone with Diana and I, or what it's like to sit at the table at brunch (laughs) with Diana and I, is to let you know that it's okay to be different. It is your business, your rules. You can be a side hustler. You can go full time. You can earn six figures. You cannot earn six figures. You can figure out what works for you in terms of systems. You can pivot if you want to. This is the only space, it may be one of the only spaces in your life where you can totally set the rules. Again, especially if you're at a day job. And so take advantage of that and have fun with that. But the most important thing before you can start having fun and taking advantage of that is to actually start. So we hope that you listening to this episode, if you haven't started your creative business yet, but you're hoping to, that is your goal, go back and listen to the other episodes, get some tips and then apply them and then come back to this episode when you need that reminder that it's okay to be different and that this is completely your business. You get the final say in how you run it. So again, thank you as always for listening and we will catch you in the next episode. 